you're listening to The Ungrownups. This is episode 38, or as we call it, the 38th episode. episode. I'm Matthew, and across from me is Ryan. Hello. And we're hanging out, and we're reminiscing a little bit today, because earlier this week was the 25th anniversary of the movie Happy Gilmore. Which is weird. It's weird to think that 25 years has gone by so quickly. Right. So what did that come out, 97, 98? 96, something like that. 96, I think if you do the math properly. Yeah, which, I'm not doing the math. That's yeah, why yeah, I'm just yeah. throwing numbers out there. But the reason why it came to mind was the fact that on Twitter, I believe it was, Adam Sandler posted a, a clip of him driving the golf ball in the same way that his character Happy Gilmore did. So he sets it up, he takes a running approach and swings it, and he nails the ball. But I, I, I was. it made me think, because of that movie, like yeah. my wife and I were talking about it, we ended up watching... Fifty First Dates, which is a good movie, which is a great movie, and, and a lot of the a lot of the jokes and and the charm holds up. Some of the the special effects don't, which is kind of weird because you don't think there's special effects in that, that movie. That movie had special effects. There's a shot where uh, Drew Barrymore's character is in the boat in yeah. the window, yeah. and then the the camera zooms away to see like this huge shot of the boat in amidst these glaciers. Uh-huh. But her face in the window is completely faked, and it's really bad. Oh, I see. So that's well, the okay. CGI. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was also, again, 90, 90s. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that that was a, a great... What's going on with my microphone today? I can't, like... Rah! Sorry. You can't get the position right? I have, yeah, I don't know what's happening. So if I you can't know. hear me, fuck it. But so, yeah, we've been on this, I guess, this Adam Sandler kick of, as of recently. So it's it's now we're trying to figure out, okay, is it time to introduce Grayson to Billy Madison? Because I don't think he's seen that movie yet. That was probably one of the better ones, but he, the problem that I have with Mr. What's his face, Sandler. Adam Sandler, is that he's got one character. Yes. Right. And it's just that stupid voice drives me insane. Oh yeah. And Did you ever listen to his comedy albums? Yeah. Also wasn't awesome. Yeah. But some of those skits I still think about, it makes me laugh. Like one of my favorite ones was like the- some of them make me laugh. That doesn't mean that I enjoy his voice. True. Right? True. Or like just the way he talks. Like, oh, me, 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 yeah. me. Like, just stop. Yeah. That it's, is his shtick, though. But Yeah. Doesn't mean it's a good one. True. Right? True. What would you pick as your all-time Billy Madison, or Billy Madison, <laughs> Adam Sandler oh, top Sandler. pick? Uh, this is something that I've never thought of, so I cannot give you an answer. Huh? Uh, yeah, I'd have to come back to that. Yeah, Billy Madison, I think, is, is pretty good. Yeah. There's, there's scenes in there like the the uh, the dodgeball scene where he's just chucking the dodgeballs at the at the elementary school kids oh, yeah, yeah, on the yeah, playground, yeah. and then the uh, the teacher that likes putting paste on her face. I do not remember that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some scenes in that that I think still stick with me. But but Fifty First Dates was was a solid viewing. That was our our Friday night evening. That was one where he was just because he wasn't his playing his character that was one of the few times right he, i mean a little bit but he was more a little bit i guess normal so a little bit speak. more normal yeah, yeah yeah but we also liked don't mess with the zohan so we we have that is one of the worst movies ever made pretty shitty movie taste but yeah sometimes it's just like a guilty pleasure movie like it, oh i'm sure i have plenty of those i mean i couldn't name one <laughs> i have it i just don't know what it, what it is yeah no, no no there's plenty of movies that are awful that i definitely still would watch but like if you had is, to think back to like the 90s like when you were in junior high or high school like what were the movies that you would go out and and watch like on opening night like do you remember like any of those opening night no i mean i saw jurassic park opening night did you actually i saw it at a preview event 
uh, like month before it came out. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like the, the, I saw the mask uh, at a sneak peek, and they were they're like, "Okay, everybody, just remember the movie's not done, so some of the special effects aren't in there." And boy, was it bad. Without the special effects, yeah. I can't even imagine how bad. Did you just have to? Well, there were parts, but then there were parts that were like half done, and it was super weird. And that movie was a. That was an all right movie. Yeah, we watched that not too long ago with Grayson. He thought yeah. that was okay because yeah. that that was our that. That kicked off, like, we watched that. Then we watched uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. So yeah. that was kind of our, our Jim Carrey streak. And I think now we're going to get Grayson into the Adam Sandler streak. Did you go to all your movie premieres with your Jimmy Z's pants and your Vision Streetwear shoes? Well, so that ties into what I sent Ryan a picture earlier this week. And it was a page out of the Sears catalog. And it was we a... Should put it on the, we should put it on the doodad, our thingamajigger. Yes, yes. On the, on thing the social media. Yeah, yeah, that. So it's a catalog from the uh, Sears catalog page of a Bugle Boy ad from 1991. And it's three dudes wearing head to toe Bugle Boy apparel. Like this is peak 1991, which scarily enough is 30 years ago. Like 1990s doesn't seem like it should be 30 years ago. Like it's just it. Well, but we're also in our forties. So. I know, but it doesn't seem like when you think, oh, that was just you know twenty years ago or whatever it was. You don't think thirty years ago. But the Bugle Boy ad is awesome. First of all, everybody's got their t-shirts tucked in, either into their acid-washed denim or their wild Zuba MC Hammer style print pants. I was never. A, I don't know. I never tuck my shirt in. Screw that. I hated so, that. Thinking back again, that same kind of era that the the junior high dance or the 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 non formal high school dances that you went to. What was your go to '90s getup? Like as a kid, uh, my parents had a a campground resort membership that that we had access to going to a bunch of different campgrounds. And one of our favorite ones was in the local mountains up in the San Bernardino Mountains in Lytle Creek. And this this campground would do teen dances on Saturday night, like on an outdoor basketball court. They'd have a DJ set up and See, lighting. So it's up. not like a, it's more like a KOA place. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's got two man-made lakes, one stocked with trout, one stocked with catfish. Yeah, there's I know a, what you're talking about. There's a teen center and all that stuff. So anyways, that part was there. The, uh, the the teen dances though you had to dress to impress oh, <laughs> or at least i remember attempting to dress to impress to go to those things and um i think my my go-to outfit was um and it was all color coordinated so it was a a bold bright blue bugle boy t-shirt with some sort of graphic vertical element on the left side of the chest that had orange on it and then some, orange. yeah, so it was bright blue with like this orange oh, rectangular graphic. Okay. And then the pants were basically the, the hammer pants of yeah. the era that were bright blue and lime green. And then to tie that all together, I laced up a pair of white and blue leather British knights. Oof, that's a rough one. That was my go-to dress to impress outfit when I was, shit, how old was I like in 91? I don't know. Well, thirty years. I was eleven. Yeah, eleven to twelve. You're right around there. I um, I don't, I couldn't tell you what my go-to. Like, I went through. Yeah, you know, I just had some Jimmy Z's, like hammer pants, but not parachute pants, whatever. Not many. I had a bunch of TNC stuff. Uh, Z Cavaricci. What did you ever? Have, I guess not. Z yeah. Cavaricci jeans. I don't know what that is. That wasn't a fancy like Italian sounding no. sounding brand, but no. I had uh, like in, I'm thinking like fashion wise. Yeah, I, I wore um. Like you did, Jimmy Z's, yeah. uh, TNC Surf. I had a lot of TNC Surf stuff. Vision streetwear stuff. Vision, I had that. Yeah. Um, 
I never had. Did you know anybody with ruse? Those shoes that had the little pocket on them. Yeah, I had a pair of those, but I, I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, I not I, like. That was still big, like in elementary school, junior no, high. That can't be right. Yeah, yeah, but I remember getting into like, uh, what was it in high school? I remember getting corduroy shorts. Like for some reason, that That's was weird. the thing. But I remember my, what I think I wore it my last day of seventh grade. <laughs> I went through like an all black phase for a little bit, but I was like a punk rock kid. Thrift store stuff, Dickies, yeah. cut off Dickies. Safety pins. Yeah. All kinds of like random and not just a bunch of like band shirts. And See, I remember my last day of seventh grade wearing a pair of short hauls, like overalls, but with shorts. No. no. And, and, and. No. One strap up. No. One strap down. Oh God. Oh yeah. Whatever. Crisscross. Yeah, but that that was as far as I I went. Like I didn't have any of like the like the cross colors like branded yeah. like stuff. No, I, I, I did yeah, have the Looney Tunes T-shirts. Remember when that was a, a thing? I do not. It was like black T-shirts where it had like the Looney Tune rings, like the color rings, and then they would have like a character on them. So you could have like a one with like Tweety Bird or Marvin the Martian or Taz I, I or do whatever. Not remember that. That might have been just a, a South Orange County thing. I don't know. I don't know. I had a lot of different colored hair. Did you? Yeah. Like uh, like blue, yellow, pink, purple. Did you do the mohawk thing? I had a mohawk for a while, yeah. Yeah, I never got that far. I uh, I think that was cool, man. I think throughout, I want to say like elementary school, I had like a flat top, and then like the '90s rolled around, and I started growing my hair out the top, but still kept it close on the sides. And I want to say it was kind of like I wanted the the Bud Bundy haircut, like it was basically like a step cut. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. I uh, had my hair. For a long time, it was like down past my shoulders. Really? Yeah, it was really long. Really? And Did then, you, and like then a it, ponytail it or? No, I used to just let it do whatever. My mom would get super pissed and like put headbands and crap. She'd like sneak up behind me and put it and oh, put it up. Scrunchy in your. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> I ended up just one just buzzed it, and then I had a shaved head for a really long time. Yeah, I had a flat top for so many years in elementary school. And then, like, junior high started growing it out. And Speaking then, of haircuts, by the way. You got one. I got to go to the barber yesterday and because they're open again. I yes. finally was able to get in. And it, oh, man, it feels so good. Do you, did you get the uh, hot towel action? or is Yeah, it just... hot towel. I got the neck shave, the whole deal. It was nice. great. Yeah, straight razor. Did you have to wait outside until they called you in kind of thing? I got or? there, like, right on time. Oh, okay. My, there's no point in getting there early, right? Because there's nowhere to sit. Yeah. Um, did you have an appointment or just walk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no okay. Because there's like, the, I like going to my guy. Yeah, right? yeah. So, I've, I've got a girl that does my hair, but with her, she had to close down her, her barbershop because she's in one of those, um, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're, they're like these Sola Salon or they're... Yeah, like Phoenix. Yeah. That's where uh, Jason Alley works at. Right. Her place is in a Phoenix. So it's basically these owners or whatever rent a their own stall within this larger facility, but because the the landowner is the larger facility owner. When, yeah. when California locked down on stuff, they forced all of the tenants to basically oh, close down. Close, so, yeah. so she couldn't see any, any customers. So she was actually cutting hair out of her garage. Yeah. And so I, I've been to her garage, I think twice, uh, while it's been closed down, but now things are open yeah. back up again. I was so. just to the point where, I mean, cause I, I, you know, I've got a skin fade and it, was pretty grown out it was faded yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fade was gone yes yeah, so i went in and hadn't had him go a little higher than normal oh nice yeah i like it yeah it, it's always funny because whenever i go in there oh do you want to change it up do you want to do something different i'm like i don't care my hair grows so fast like yeah. even if they screwed up and like shaved to bare skin in a week you wouldn't be able to see the bare skin anymore so it's just yeah. like yeah get as crazy as you want to go well i had like a i had a pretty i don't know boring haircut for a really long time and then i mixed it up and now i'm happy with what i've got for now 
You yeah. know, like the hard part, you know, full. It's like I just, it's hipster hair, basically. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Whatever. Does it look good on Zoom? It looks good on me. <laughs> I don't care what it looks like on Zoom. Would you ever grow your hair out again? Like, yeah, would you, you go back to how the... long it got before I cut it? Yeah, no, but I'm talking like your junior high 90s punk days where oh. it was to your shoulders. Um, I just don't have the patience. I've never... Because it gets to a point where it's a lot to manage, right? And it's just too much to deal with. Yeah, I, I've never had long hair. Like, my, my brother has grown his hair out, and he had kind of more like a mullet. So he had the longer hair in the back, and then he shaved it or cut it down to like a rat tail. But I've yeah. never had long hair that touched my shoulders or anything. If there's like any that. time to do it, it's now. I know. It totally would have been now, but actually it would have been like I should have started no, a year now. ago. Just let it go. See what happens. I don't know. I challenge you to not cut your hair until we're officially out of pandemic mode. I'm going to look like Robin Williams' character in Jumanji. We don't it's just going to be crazy. We don't know. There's only one way to find out. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I could do that. That was a challenge. I, I enjoy... I thought you, you had to accept challenges. Isn't that how this works? I think it's a double dog dare. I double I dog dare you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get out of that now. Nope. But, that is a binding contract. Yeah, binding. Yep. But I, I, re- I remember, you know, or I enjoy the fact of being able to get out of the shower quickly towel drying my hair yeah. and being done with it. The whole idea of having to get a blow dryer or actually oh, I don't mean like a blow dryer or anything, but I just mean like it's, there's a lot of hair. Okay. And then it's in your face. So now, now you're looking for a hair band. That's now the worst got, part. Yeah. So I have like, and even now, like when I get my hair cut, I, I try to get it. So my, my bangs, I guess I have or whatever that the hair in the front of my head is short enough that it doesn't end up in my eyes. Cause right. that's nothing worse than when you're, you know, first thing in the morning, you're walking around or whatever, and you got hair in your eyes, and I can't keep it up out of the way. And mine got long enough that it was definitely ponytail, and it was getting a little... Yeah, you were almost man bunish. Oh, it was it was enough. Yeah, I it just was... refused to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that was the difference. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would look good with long hair. But you but, don't know. Yeah, I saw my dad do it when he was balding, and that was just not a good look. That's a different thing. Balding with a ponytail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Well, I'm not balding, no. but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, double dog dare. I could go without shaving my face. That that's, I don't no, have any problem. That's just normally me. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, where, where is the interesting thing happening there? Well, did you see what I shaved in my face today? Yeah, you look like Raleigh fingers. Sort of. I, I decided to kind of go with the... the Or more droopy. The rustic cowboy look. So I have basically got stubble for instead of a beard, but then I have the big bushy handlebar mustache that then comes you, down you to like... wax. Well, that's what's going to go after this. So I'll keep growing this out. And then from here, I'll, I'll go wax and do the Raleigh Fingers curled mustache. That I can do. That yeah. I have no problem with. But me with shoulder length hair. And the mustache would be epic. Oh, man. I don't. Epic. I don't know. Hey, I just cut all my hair. I would think about it. Yeah. I, I mean, don't have anybody it, to impress. It already creeps me out that when I get, go to the barber, they're trimming my eyebrows now. Because that's the thing as you get older. Yeah. I mean, it's, that doesn't bother me. Well, it's just the fact that I'm I'm getting the crazy bushy eyebrow thing. Like I, I got a couple. Well, I have like two that get. Yeah, all they get super yeah, long. Yeah, I have the same thing. Um, but you know, when I was in my 30s, never had to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, it's just a weird thing. Yeah, it's a thing that happens. It happens yeah. to everybody. Unfortunately, we all get old. I know. Life's a bitch. You're gonna die. Blah blah blah. I think I realized I was officially old when I first had my, or when I first had or first spotted a gray pubic hair. <laughs> Uh, that was, I think, when I was like, oh, I'm old. That's TMI? A little bit. Well, it's not like I have a silver bush down there or anything That's like that. That's getting worse, <laughs> actually. Oh, my God. I apologize <laughs> to everybody. All six of you. 
There's got to be at least 12. Well, in, in the Netherlands and in yeah. uh, <laughs> the other markets that we're big. Well, I know. I think we lost a listener. <laughs> or we might have gained some. No, maybe. but Maybe. I'm, we have no idea. Yeah. I'm sure it keeps even. It keeps even. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, it, you know, it's, we were talking about this a few minutes ago. I cannot remember what I've done in the last two weeks. Well, neither. It's one of those things where if I try to think hard about like what I did, yeah, it all kind of blurs together because one, it's like you're not really going anywhere, or you're not doing anything super memorable. I mean, you may be having adventures or doing minor things like going for a ride. Like we went hiking. Like uh, my wife and I went for a hike through um, a local park. Yeah, that's not too far from our house where they have what they call storybook walk. Yeah, we and talked about this last time. Yeah, so like we we've done in, stuff like that in and, detail. Just FYI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see, I can't even remember two weeks ago. See, and, that's that's the thing. I remember that part of it, but I don't remember what the frick I did. Like, even last week. Last week was long weekend, whatever, right? We saw each other at Cars and Coffee. We met up. You brought your bike down. That was Saturday. That was Saturday. So then I went from... Okay, so I went from there. I took the Ducati to... Oh, I do know what I did now. You actually. went to the dealer. I did go to the dealer. I had to drop it off for its first service. And now I have all of the... RPMs. Uh, all of the RPMs. All the way to 11 something, like almost 12,000. Have you hit it yet? I don't, maybe. Well, I mean, I, you, well, yeah. How, will it let you rev up that high in neutral? Yeah. You could blow the motor if you wanted to, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure, but I mean, you know, cause like some, some vehicles will, will limit the rev in neutral. No, no. I mean, it limits it to red line. Okay. But, uh, I mean, I've had it in like third gear almost all the way. It's pretty rad. Yeah. It's the thing's fast. So anyways, I dropped it off. They, <laughs> this is so stupid. I took it down just to see how long it would be. First off, first service at Ducati of, the local Ducati. Deal. I'm not going to say their name because <laughs> yeah. they don't deserve. Because they don't plug. deserve the uh, the plug. Um, but no, they're and it sucks because my buddy is the parts guy there, um, and he's a super cool guy. Mark's cool. But Was he apologizing for the the no? The but service just, they're just no. They're just I don't know whatever. Is it um, just because it's in a fancier neighborhood? And no, I think just it's just it's Ducati and it's Newport Beach, and that's we don't actually need you, right? They have business they're gonna have business so what do they care but they like the guy's like oh i said i need to get a first service i said i can leave it if that's what i have to do it's not a big deal Oops, a big jesus i'm throwing things not a big deal i don't need the bike right away because yeah. i have another bike he's like okay well you know you can leave it i can try and have it done today and I was, he goes otherwise if you want to make an appointment it won't be till march what the fuck they're that's I guess just how busy they are so i left it but they're up, not that busy because you could leave it and you can get it back possibly that same day yeah, right? that's, so that's what's well, weird. Right. No, yeah, it doesn't make sense. So anyway, so um, I ended up getting the bike back on Tuesday. Originally, I was supposed to ride with one of our mutual friends on Sunday. Yeah. But I, I did. I rode with him anyways. We just, I ended up in a different bike and we did, I think like just over 200 miles oh, down nice. to all the way down back roads to Fallbrook and back. Nice. And then I went and saw a friend and. Did and some more came. riding. Well, then I came home. What did I do Saturday night? A thing happened. Something good. Do you have to go through your Instagram stories? Oh, you were, didn't you post something where it was like you were ask me anything and you had your feet up and there was like a, a cabinet? I was at my sister's. There thing. you go. Yeah. See? Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. Just hanging out. Just hanging. Yeah. I was In your at, socks. And my sister's and then Monday. I don't know, dude. What did I do on Monday? Oh, on President's Day? Yeah. I don't remember what we did on that Monday either. It was nice because, oh. I did things. We had Baja Fish Taco. What the hell did I do on that Monday? <laughs> Um, it's, it is so hard, you know, living in this kind of continuous blurs day experience where there's not entirely that much of a difference between a, a, a weekday and a weekend or a, a well, day off or a, a yeah, work it's day. A, it's a little bit of that and a little bit of, 
I don't even know what day was Monday. The eighteenth? No, 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 no. That no. Monday was the fifteenth. The fifteenth. Yeah. President's Day oh, was the fifteenth. No, you know what? Actually, I know what I did. Uh, Sunday night, one of my or actually another guy that we know both yeah. know Walsh came over. Okay, and we went and uh, grabbed beers and hung out. And then um, Monday, we went to Chapman Crafted and hung out at Chapman for. A oh, there you go. Yeah, and then something actually kind of cool happened. So there's this guy. He's called Silver Cortex. Um, it's Silver. Cort- I'll find the website. He's on Instagram as Silver Cortex. He's also on the interweb as uh, Sil- SilverCortex.com. Oh, so wow. he's a dude That's that hangs complicated. out. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've just somehow made it very complicated. Yes. So he's a dude that hangs out on Ortega um, every Saturday, Sunday, almost every Saturday, Sunday. Oh, takes, taking pictures. Photos. Yeah, 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 okay. And I realized I have no photos of me actually riding a motorcycle and yeah. I've ridden motorcycles for 20 years. So you intentionally rode by him a bunch of times? No, I just went by. He snapped pictures when I was with Ruben, so I actually ended up buying one. I've got a pretty cool shot of me on the BMW. Yeah. And then today, uh, today and yesterday, he took photos of me on Ortega on the Ducati. But nice. I don't know. Both times I was kind of stuck behind people. So we'll see if there's a good one that came out of it that looks like I'm doing something cool. How much does a photo cost? Ten bucks. That's not bad. Mm-mm. That's not bad at all. And if he took like a bunch of you, I think he charges like 50 there's, to give you all of them. Yeah, when when uh, Grayson was still doing sports, when sports were a thing for kids, mm-hmm. um, they would have a photographer come to like one of the games and, and shoot photos. Yeah, and it was the same thing. You would get this huge binder of like eight by tens, and then you could just go through and pull the pictures you want. And it was ten bucks per eight by ten, or you could buy certain amount, or if you bought more than a certain amount, yeah. it was a fix, and you got everything for a certain fixed price. And then if the entire team spent over whatever the dollar amount was. You got a disc with the digital images. Yeah, this guy just puts them on on his website. Yeah, and if you want them, you can. How pay long do them. the images stay up for? Like, do you have to yeah, check within idea. a week, or they're gone? No, there's or? stuff up there from the last month. So okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see how. Uh, I saw some from yesterday. We'll see how the ones from today look. Those will be up tomorrow, and then I'll that's decide cool. if I want one of those. Yeah, that's kind of a decent gig. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else he does. He he's a photographer, but well, clearly, yeah. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't know what else. And it's so funny, like you see him. Because I, normally I kind of know about where he's going to be. I Is he? He's not, kind of in the same spot all okay, the time. But like he say. might be up here versus down here, whatever. Anyways, so every time you see him, he's like, oh, and like, and like starts taking photos. And it looks like he's kind of surprised by you showing up sometimes. <laughs> but it's pretty funny. You start honking like before you get to the corner just to make no, noise. No, um, it's pretty obvious. And then, dude, Ortega was a mess today. A lot of cops. So that's, oh, really? that's what I've been doing a lot of is just I've been back, riding. So I rode roads. a couple hundred miles last week. I rode couple hundred this week did yeah. 100 yesterday 100 today well i've got the miata right now so i'll be taking the, the back roads home just yeah. going through the canyon because that's just such a great drive yeah like, it's i nice. love going through live oak canyon because you have that oak tree canopy going over the road and it totally feels like quaint and you don't realize that you're literally around the corner from your house yeah and it's nice because i can go so there's a couple ways that i like to do yesterday i did um i kind of go out back way um to I go as far as I can, almost to where the ninety one and the fifteen is on back roads, yeah. which isn't fun. It's just no, but road it's just, roads. Yeah. But it avoid on the on the naked bike, it kind of sucks to be on the highway. And then because I like I kind of like going from Elsinore across, okay. and I'll do it that way. Yeah. Um, but then today I did Santiago Live Oak uh, out to Antonio, yeah, to Cortega, You're and then my neck of the woods, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just a you could have stopped by. Grayson could have given you one of his muffins he made. It was very much uh, me time. Oh, 
Well, I think, you know, the thing too is that you're I listening just, to like seductive music. No, I, just, I listen to like whatever headphones. I put on some Spotify or whatever. And I, um, you know, it's just between work and other shit in life right now, there's just a lot of like, too, yeah. probably too much in my own head. And the nice thing about being on a motorcycle for me, or one of the nice things is that you are really forced to pay attention to the task right. at hand. You have to think about exactly what you're doing because and everything else just kind of falls There's aside. that whole dying thing. Yeah, you don't want to be a meat crayon. Yeah, I and mean, there was definitely a bit of a moment today, but it wasn't terrible. You get a little sketchy because of the cops or something, or just uh... no, because some idiot in front of me just oh. there, dude. There, there were a lot of really bad riders out today too, and it's interesting. Like, so passing you, a mo- passing a car is one thing is much more comfortable. Yeah, than passing another motorcycle, especially when they're dude, there's this person riding in front of me that just kept brah, 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 like cutting the throttle. So a Harley. Like, Yes, yes, but also did didn't, he have floorboards? No, but didn't understand like throttle modulation. Kept hitting the the rear brake, and then like, it was just it was super awkward to watch them ride, and they were all over the lane, so not looking at their mirrors. When you see like an awkward driver yeah. or a rider, uh-huh. and you see their bike, does it confirm the stereotype? I'm not always no. Because like on the way here, I got cut off by two Nissan owners. Yeah, and so my immediate assumption is they have shitty credit and bad taste. Based on <laughs> yeah, I mean that's because yeah, they're driving a Nissan. Basically, what Nissan is right. So that's why I was I was wondering, you know, if it's a, a Harley guy, you know, it's like oh shit, you know, typical boomer. I mean, there, there's kind of that. No, it's not always boomers. A bunch of these guys that watch too much Sons of Anarchy as well around here. Um, I mean, they're probably all really nice dudes, but it's like flannels and yeah, okay. you know, T bars and crappy riding, and some of them are pretty quick, but for the most part, you know, there's a lot. There were just it's such a nice. It's been the weather's been amazing. And so everybody's out and everybody includes the people that yeah, it is. shouldn't ride. Dude, there was a guy, there was a guy on Ortega. He was holding up traffic because he was going like 35. Oh. The worst for me is when I'm on Ortega and I'm stuck behind a Harley dresser or something with floorboards where they can't lean into oh, the corners yeah, yeah. and they're going so slow and you're just like, oh, just move over. Well, it's a thing too. Like, it's not like I'm trying to do anything crazy. Like, no, I'm I just not... want to the speed limit. Yes, we'll go with that. Yeah. I, I would, I would never exceed the speed limit no no but you know when you see that yellow sign in a corner that's yeah. just a recommended speed it's a suggestion it's, it's a suggestion yeah i'm going the posted speed limit in that corner whereas the guy in the harley dresser is going below the suggested yeah. yellow sign speed limit it's typically those signs are about half of what you should do correct typically yes yeah. i agree uh, and so that that is always frustrating yeah. now so for me i have a bunch of stereotypes based on cars Right, the owners, what they're like. Yeah. Does that exist for motorcycles? Like, oh, for sure. There's actually a really funny video that this guy did um, on the YouTube's. Yeah. And it's like five different types of bike owners, or seven. Oh, that's freaking hilarious. Because I mean, I, I can kind of imagine like the the stereotypical Harley owner, you know, and it it I always makes me think of the South Park episode where right. they're, they're making all the sounds of the, uh, brah, 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 you know, the the engine burble exhaust. How's it, how's that go? Uh huh. I see. But um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, if you look at somebody and they're riding like a Honda, is that a different stereotype than a Yamaha? Or, you know, does it matter more for a street bike versus a, a, a cruiser? Like, I, I don't know. Or a sport bike? Because, like, for me, like, if, if you drive a Prius, you've pretty much given up in life. Like, that's kind of, you know, that's, yeah. you don't care about things. <laughs> I think it's more like, uh, um, oh, man, what would you call it? It's not necessarily, well, it, some of it is about the bike, like a, like an R1 is, or an R6 that you're yeah. like, oh, automatically, it's probably a squid, but 
it's more that there's just these like ridiculous uh or can you people it's the people that you meet like i'm trying to figure out how to explain are you judging them based on their attire too like is that more of a statement than what they're writing but oh dude what they wear for sure there's the uh the um like the the high vis guys, right? That just yeah. all their all their bright yellow stuff, high vis, bro. All the yeah. the atcat folks. It's all the gear all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's just there's yeah, definitely there's there, there are definitely because I'm not that far from San Diego Canyon, and so like you know Cook's Corner, and there's a bunch of bikers that'll come through and around, and I, and I'll take a look at them, and and you know you you kind of try to figure out what that's all about, and I've stopped it. And had some beer at Cook's Corner over the years. You know, it's and funny. The people I've watching only there eaten there phenomenal. like maybe once, uh, and I have never had a beer there. I've never eaten there, and I've only had beer there. Oh, okay. Well, I, I figure you can't screw up pouring a beer. I, the food, you know, it's just like yeah. I mean, dude, I I wish we could. Man, we don't have three minutes uh, to read to go through and play just play the audio from this video. <laughs> but, damn, it's just, now I'm remembering how good it is, and I'm like, oh, man, it's so funny. We like, posted a link to it or something. He's like, it's the nine sport bike riders like that you'll meet, right? Yeah. And one of them is like the Euro snob. Um, You've got an Italian bike. Is that a Euro snob thing? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You got a little bit of everything, though, because you have the BMW, which is also more... Also a Euro bike. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, which is more snobbish. The, Old man high viz. You don't go that far. No, I'm just I'm saying that's another type. Yeah, yeah, type. that's another type. What's the, uh, let's see, what else? I'm got? just trying to figure out how many of these stereotypes you could possibly... Like, if there was a Venn diagram, how many circles would you be a part of in this nine different oh, biker man. types? I don't know. The classic... Wait, what else is he? I, I don't think he lists them in the... Oh, maybe they do. In the... Uh, in The, the description. In the description. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. And he's got, like, a bunch of them now. They're pretty funny. Oh, I'm sure. But the... Because I, mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm a Euro snob. Like the BMW the, that I specifically own. So in yeah. case we anybody forgot or I never mentioned or anybody cares, I have a 2016. I think it is. It sure. might be or 17. I've literally yeah. no. I think it's a 16. Um, I have a BMW R1200 GS Adventure, and most people would look at that bike and go, "Oh, that dude goes to Starbucks a lot. Which, Gets all you know." Gets all geared up in his adventure gear and goes to Starbucks. Like that's it's a literal stereotype with that bike. Really? Yeah, that those people only ride to Starbucks. I can kind of see that. I personally have ridden all over the Americas. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm much not for that. Part one. Of that. And I have never been to a Starbucks. I do like taking pictures of the bike in the middle of nowhere, or at a Tim Hortons. Yes. And uh, but usually in the middle of nowhere, and I send it to my buddy Jay and say. Look Still can't find Starbucks. <laughs> and he thinks it's funny. So, because he made fun of me a lot about it. But there's that. And I'm like, I, I guess the Ducati is sort of a Euro snob bike. Sort of. It's not a. Ch- inex- well, neither of them are inexpensive, but it's not a. I guess it's like the, the Ducati is. I see that as more of like a, an enthusiast type of bike than a status type of bike if that makes any sense like it's yeah like the, like a person buying a bmw 5 series is like oh look at status right versus somebody buying you know the 1m or, or the yeah it's a i, I it's it's a, a monster 1200 s so it's all in suspension all the good stuff on it yeah. like it's a yeah you wrote that at the cars and coffee the uh yeah when we met yeah. up and it's a fun bike it's yeah. i bought it because it makes me happy and I ride the canyons in it, and I have a freaking blast. Yeah, and I didn't even realize that when you brought it over to Cars and Coffee, you weren't even able to enjoy all of the bike's capabilities yet. Because no, you had broken still, the yeah, still yeah. broken. Yeah, which is fine. Which is why I rode down there and then thought, and oh, on the way to the dealer, it'll be ready to go. 
because I wanted it. Was in the dealer impressed how close you were to the break-in mileage? Well, the dealer wasn't <laughs> impressed with anything. So the other thing, the Ducati is a gray, I've mentioned this before. It's a gray bodywork bike with a red frame. Right. That color combo doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. There's a couple now because they've done a few of them. Like, I think Motocorsa just did another one, which I told them I thought was annoying. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they're, they're in the business of selling bikes. I not want a, the exclusivity. Not, yeah, not pleasing me. There's a guy in Europe that has a similar one. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so the, the guy, like he didn't, he didn't even say a word. He's like, oh, okay, I'll just... The, their service advisor is kind of a whatever. He wasn't kind of whatever. Huh. At all. Oh, and then I picked up the bike on Tuesday. Um, go to pick up the bike on Tuesday. Yeah, you said he was ready on Tuesday, so I remember you mentioning that. Oh no, I picked it up on Wednesday. So the bike was done Tuesday. Yeah, it was done Tuesday. Picked up Wednesday. Anyways, pick up the bike, and they're like, "Oh, hey, um, there's a service bulletin about your rear brakes." I was like, "Okay, why didn't you take care of it?" I was like, "Well, why didn't you do it?" And he's like, "Well, we don't have the parts." And I was like, "Well, if it's a service bulletin, you should probably have the parts." And he's like, "Well, you know, we have to order them. Are we like, should we order them?" I'm like, well, yeah, well, yeah, probably if it's a service bulletin. Right. And he's like, he goes, oh, okay, well, uh, I'll have Mark order them. And I was like, okay. And he's like, well, I mean, we, we can't get it done until March. I'm like, dude, this is. And, and, and for those that don't know, like Ryan is familiar with like vehicular service and like the whole dealership back end experience. Essentially been my life. <laughs> yeah. So seeing these people fuck up every single opportunity to do the right thing. Well, it's not even that. It's just like, think about. The customer experience. I mean, really. Yeah, that's all. It, all you had to do was call me. Hey, man, there's this parts. Like, if we've gone know, ahead and ordered it, or we, we ordered it. Whatever. We don't have room for you to leave the bike. That would have been fine. Or yeah. hey, we also made you an appointment for whatever. But there's like was zero. It was kind of like so lackadaisical. Yeah. And apparently the issue is there's something with the the rear brake line itself that makes the brakes feel spongy. I mean, I haven't noticed it. Yeah. Because. But you've only got what 600, 700 miles on it. Well, I was going to say, I haven't noticed it because who uses a back brake, but sure. Oh, you don't use a back brake? Not often. You're all about the stoppy, the front brake action? Well, I mean, think about it, right? On a motorcycle, when you brake, right? And especially if you're braking hard, all you're the shifting all that weight to the yeah. front and you're lightening the rear. Yeah. So you can use, if you're a good rider, so not me. You can, <laughs> I was you like, can, all right. You can use the rear brake to you know either slide the bike or whatever you need to do. I'm, I'm not that skilled of a rider. I'm just... I know how to use the front brake effectively. Okay. I do some, I mean, I use the rear brake sometimes. And the BMW is interesting. It's a linked brake. Oh, so really? So when you use the front, it, it applies the rear as well, which, by the way, that thing needs a service. That'll be fun. Do you think the BMW dealership experience will be better? Oh, it's always better. They're good dudes. Where do you go? Like Irv Seaver? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'll take it to Irv Seaver. And then. Um, and that's Long Beach, isn't it? No, no it's that's just right over here on Catalan. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's a few miles away. And then I need to um, check the. I should actually check the front brakes on that bike. You should or they should? Well, they will, but I have pads. Because I carry a set of pads with me all over. Oh, it's just part of your your, scare, your spare gear? Um, Yeah, yeah. They're in my your toolbox. Hard bag? No, they're in that. Well, it is hard, but there's a, uh, I have a toolbox that goes uh, between, like basically behind where the pannier mounts Were on the left side. Were you a Boy Scout? No. No, you just always like being prepared? Well... I, I guess I'd, I'd ask you the question. Of, I was a Boy Scout. Wouldn't, wouldn't you want to be prepared oh, if you were in the middle sure. of freaking nowhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I take this stuff with me. Right, but I mean, you're around town here. So that's why I was wondering if the you know, gear bag Oh, but there's no point there. to take it off because it's the way it's mounted. It would be more oh, okay. of a pain in the ass. And it's got like a, it's a tool roll. I think there's some brake pads. I think there's front and rear brake pads. There's a, 
um, Starbucks gift card inside. No, no, you there's just a, never opened it, and so you've never seen a it. tire plug kit. There's like some just stuff like that that's yeah. strapped in. There's some gloves. There's some. Um, there's a first aid kit in there, I think. Oh wow, that's quite the quite the role. That's kind of cool. Actually, is the first aid kit in there, or did I take it out? I might have taken it out. And that I might need. <laughs> yeah. Although if I, the brake pads don't work, you'll need the first aid. kit. No, I won't need it at that point. True. Right, but if somebody else needs it, yeah, yeah. The second owner. I'm usually like, it's so funny. I'm really prepared when I'm on the BMW somewhere, but like the Husky when I had that and nothing. I went out with Ruben once the clutch failed. Luckily, he brought a bunch of stuff with him. Oh, I remember seeing that adventure. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. Am not prepared for that kind of stuff. Yeah, and something like a bunch of engineers staring around a broken part, going, "Hmm, let me get fix this." Yeah, I mean, we figured it out. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So, anyway, it's been riding. So, those a lot. are all the adventures you haven't been able to keep track of. Yeah, that sounds like a good time, though. I had yeah. a. I didn't have one. I attended a uh, a socially distanced birthday party in a neighborhood park for my neighbor's kid. Who uh, was turning one? So this is one of those things where it's really more for the the parents than anything else. But it wasn't like a a huge turnout. It was just our neighbors, another set of neighbors, and a couple of kids. So it was maybe ten of us, like in a park, spread out. But the cool thing that they did one year old birthday parties are weird, anyways, right? Yeah, they're more for the parents than anything else. Like our when we when Grayson turned one, our our first birthday party for him cost us eleven grand because we re landscaped the entire backyard because it was just a disaster. Oh. So it was one of those things like Jeanette's like, well, we'll have the party at our house, but we need to clean up the backyard. Yeah. And then, you know, all the work that went into that. But anyways, so this party, because of COVID and social distancing, everybody got their own pizza. And so earlier in the week, they're like, oh, what do you like? And we're like, oh, you know, get us some pepperoni, get us some sausage, maybe do a half and half. And so we got our own huge ass, large New York style pizza. And did you get to pick what was on it? Yeah. They asked us early in the week. So when they, they, they placed the order, everybody got their own pizza. And the reason why I mentioned this is I haven't had New York style pizzas since I've been in New York and it was damn good. Like it was really good. And so it had me thinking like, I need to get some more of this pizza. But then it was like, what's... where did they get it from? It was from a place called Flippin' Pizza. It's apparently a, a franchise chain type of uh, pizza parlor. Never heard of it. There's one in Irvine. There's one in Mission Viejo. There's Temecula. So they're all over the place just randomly. Dude, speaking but of... Flippin' Pizza. Pizza places. I could... I can. I literally cannot tell you where I was, but it was on my drive back from, from Portland. Yeah. Stopped at a gas station in the middle of wherever. Yeah. I look up... And there's a pizza place in there? There was a, no, across the street was a Shakey's. Oh, damn. Dude, That's last like, from the past. And it was open. Oh, my. I used to work in, uh, I guess it was Long Beach Carson area. And there was a Shakey's Pizza in Carson that uh, I only went to once, I think, for lunch at work. And they still had the the bunch of lunch buffet or whatever it was called. And they had the Mojo Potatoes. And Shakey's yeah. is just like a, it's a pizza parlor from a different era. Remember like it, Straw Hat? Yeah, there's a straw hut not too far from my house. Oh, really? That's yeah. still still open. Huh? That's that's still a thing. But I mean, I remember Pizza Hut, and that the big oh, yeah, deal, when you could go inside, right? When, when it was a sit down restaurant, and they like the I remember the the soda cups were like that that textured red yeah, translucent the, yeah, plastic, yeah, yeah. and they had a salad bar, and when you got the pan pizza, they'd bring it out in that in that crazy iron yeah, pan that deep dish pan like bj's does yeah or used to do yeah. does i don't know i've been to bj's a long time bj's is not very good by the way uh i remember it being good as a kid not great now yeah if you have uh 
a menu that weighs as much as, I don't know, a dictionary, maybe rethink things. It's the same challenge that a Cheesecake Factory has. Cheesecake is disgusting. It's one Cheesecake of those, Factory, I should say. Yeah, it, it's, it's fascinating when a restaurant can have so many items. You realize that they can't be good at all of them. Right. I am. Um, but the pizza, getting back to the pizza. No, I, yeah, I was just about to go back. I was going to say, for my money, I don't know, like, I don't have a favorite pizza place. But I just right. like a regular pepperoni pizza. I'm all about the thin crust. Like mm. one because I'm diabetic, so obviously yeah, the yeah. less crust or the less dough, the the lower carb. Sure. So thin crust I like, and I like New York style because it's typically thin crust to begin with. It's not like the extra thin crust where it's like a crispy. Yeah. Yeah. But it it was a great pizza. So now it's like oh I gotta get some more of that. Yeah. And so yeah. I had pizza sort of recently. We, well, and the other thing that we got was kind of unexpectedly, like a couple of weeks ago, we got a uh, delivery of Chicago deep dish pizza from Oh, Lou. did you do Gold Belly? No, it, it was oh. somebody, I don't know who had done it. It was, I think, one of my wife's coworkers, just oh. for the hell of it, just bought some pizzas and had them shipped from Chicago. From Gold Belly, probably. Probably. Yeah. Or Expensive. it was from the pizza place itself, because it had the branding. It was like Lou... Malinetti's or something like it was some Italian style or Chicago style pizza. Huh. And that was interesting because I've had Giordano's, I've had Uno's, I've had, you know, legit, not saying this, this wasn't legit, but Chicago style pizza in Chicago doing this at home. And I don't know if it's just because of the way it's done. It's in a little metal, like pie tin, like a deep pie tin kind of thing. It wasn't as good as I remember, like, in-person Chicago pizza being. I think um, people are going to hate me for this, but I don't like pizza the way most people do. Well, how do you like it? No, I mean, I like it, but I'm not obsessive about it. Well, Grayson isn't either. Like, it's I've never met a kid that didn't like pizza as much as Grayson doesn't care for pizza. He liked the New York-style pizza that we had yesterday because he said it wasn't covered in too much sauce. He's not a fan of, like, the pizza sauce or the marinara sauce, like... When he eats pasta, he'd rather have it with like butter and salt than he than with marinara. Like he, I don't know what that is for him. So know, he liked the New York style pizza, but he doesn't care for like Little Caesars or Papa John's. Or my niece just wants she gets olives and cheese. Huh? No sauce, no nothing. What is that? I have no idea, dude. It's weird. It sounds interesting though. Like I would try it, but I no, don't know. No, it has what olives that, on it. You don't like olives? No. Oh. What's, what's your pizza topping? What's your... I just told you. Pepperoni. A plain old pepperoni pizza. Okay. Yeah. A double pe- heavy on the pepperoni? No, extra cheese? Regular old pepperoni. Huh. And I actually really like those like those crappy hole-in-the-wall by the slice joints. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's when we... <laughs> a couple of years ago, my wife was out in, I want to say like Philadelphia on a business trip doing a, a photo shoot or something like that. And uh, one of her photographer friends was having a gallery opening in New York over the weekend. So she wrapped up and she flew out to New York or she took, she took the train to New York. I flew into New York. So we had a kid free weekend in New York. And our goal was to go to all the hole in the wall pizza by the slice places and just try a bunch of different uh, slices of New York pizza. Like I would try a bunch of, I just, I'm not like when people are like, Oh, let's have pizza. It was an awesome weekend. I, I usually am like, well, what else is available? Are burritos on the table? Yeah, we were right next. We were staying real close to Madison Square Gardens. Yeah. And there's a pizza place right by the the arena. And we grabbed a couple slices there. And it was one of those places where um, the, the TV, uh, the Food Channel Network people have been there. Like mm-hmm. all the celebrities like, oh, it's 
got you know all the autographs on the wall and stuff. But that was a uh, that was a legit slice. I stayed at a hotel in Frankfurt once, and across the street, literally, I could see, you could see it standing at the hotel was a pizza slash burrito restaurant. Oh. You want to know where I did not eat at that restaurant? I would have. Nope. Now, where's the worst pizza you've had? Or yeah, where or what was the worst pizza? Besides uh, the elementary school pizza you got on Fridays, that was just disgusting. Dude, speaking of <laughs> elementary school and pizza, actually, no, hang on. Do you remember? And my sister and I were talking about this. Actually, they need to bring this back. When if you read so many books, you could get that's a, the a pizza hut. You got pizza, the, pizza hut. Yeah, you got a personal, personal pan, pan pizza. pizza. What's up with that? Right, and that's why I remember going to pizza so much as a yeah. kid because I used to read all the time. The Scholastic Rainbow Club or something. Something. Yeah. What was that? What was that called? Scholastic the, Reading Rainbow. Something. Lavar Burton. Yes, he would pop know. out of your pizza. And <laughs> he then, would, no, he would deliver your pizza. Yeah. Yeah, remember you got the certificate uh-huh. and you took it in there? Oh, and man, that, that was a awesome. whole experience. Yeah. But I, I think as pizza kind of shifted from the in-dining, you know, to the delivery or, or pickup model. Well, it's disappointing because... Pizza, excuse me. I'm going to go take a nap. Um, it's disappointing because the... the I think the, it was so much fun to go to the pizza place and then you play video games. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was always the the, the perk of a. I mean, if you stop place. and you think about it, you know exactly what that carpet felt like on your feet, and oh, you know yeah. you can remember exactly what the place smelled like. Oh yeah, and all the sounds. Yeah, I, I have that same like with Chuck E. Cheese. I can I can picture that and like birthday parties and all that. Like Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. we used to go to Bullwinkles. Remember that? Bullwinkles was farther away, so I I only went to Bullwinkles maybe like two or three times. In that my was the life. one in Fountain Valley, right? Yeah. Whereas. The Chuck E. Cheese was closer, so that was a more common. Uh, where was occurrence. the Chuck E. Cheese you went to? The one I went to was uh, in Lake Forest. Oh yeah, is and it still there? Uh, no, it that one. They're clo- all closed, right? No, there's there's one in Foothill Ranch. There's one down in Laguna Niguel. There's Charles still- Edwards Cheese. Yes, they're doing the the weird uh, ghost kitchen pizza delivery thing. So what? you you order like on um, on those food any of those food apps like you know Grubhub or whatever. Yeah, yeah. When you order food, it's a pizza place, but they don't admit that it's it's Chuck E. Cheese. So they use uh, Pasquale's Pizza, and Pasquale is one of the the Chuck E. Cheese characters. Yeah. So Wait, you, this is for real. For real, you order Pasquale's Pizza for delivery, and you're yeah. oh sweet, you know it's some new pizza place. It's literally Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. Have you done this? No, but I've seen people do it and get all pissed because it's shitty Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Yeah, I would be pissed too. Yeah, because that pizza wasn't the strength of the restaurant. No, nothing was the strength of that place. But when I was in high school, they had a lunch deal. And it was, you would get a, you would get, it was pizza buffet. So all you can eat pizza, salad bar, and 10 tokens for something like five bucks. So at lunch in high school, you would go there and get pizza, salad, you know, have as many slices as you could eat. And then go play ten tokens worth, and then bail and head back to class. That was. I tried to go lunch. to a a, fr- a few friends of mine, and I tried to go to a Chuck E. Cheese. And it was probably like ten years ago or so, M- longer than that. My friend had his twenty first birthday to Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, no, that's weird. Well, yeah, uh, but, but I mean, but we tried here. to go to one at, at some point, right? Because it was like, oh, we can get pizza and let's play some video games. It'll yeah, be yeah, fun. Yeah, it's like the 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 cheaper version of Dave and Buster's. They wouldn't let us in. Oh, because you didn't have a kid. Yeah, you we. <laughs> You had to be accompanied by a minor. Otherwise, they, they probably they're just like, oh, you're a, you're a pedophile. That's weird because when we were in high school, they didn't care. But I guess we were 18. So and they we, as you get could, older, though. Yeah. I mean, this was like probably my uh, mid-20s, maybe. Weird. 
because when we were when we celebrated my buddy Jeff's birthday, we were all in our twenties and they didn't give a shit. Well, apparently they care. Maybe it was just this one Chuck E. Cheese, or maybe, maybe we didn't look like you did. I didn't look like anything threatening. I don't know. Normal person. Yeah, that's that is strange. Yeah, it's not like I was like, "Hey, where's your children?" <laughs> yeah, I just said I want to play video games there and get pizza, and they're like, "No." Yeah, I I think on the the restaurant slash arcade spectrum, I would prefer. I still think I I would prefer Chuck E. Cheese over Dave and Buster's. Uh, I mean, no. Only because of the fact that with Dave and Buster's, you've got that weird virtual card thing, and then you don't ever see how much credits things cost, and you blow through all the money on the card. Whereas with Chuck E. Cheese, like everything is a, a token, so you can play for a lot longer. So if you're a fan of skee ball, yeah, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese yeah. is where you get your skee ball or pop a shot. You know, doing the basketball. I played the arcade at the. Oh man, I just totally lost Excalibur uh, not too long ago. In Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> we went there when... I haven't there. been there since I was like eight. Yeah. I can't imagine what that's like. No, it's fun. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's games. Games are fun. But I, I, I couldn't even tell you like what new arcade games oh, there I, would be, you know? like Yeah, I don't know. None of them. From a they branding. had a, a beer pong game, which was pretty funny. In Well, I guess it's not really a kid's arcade, so I guess... Well, I mean, it's, I've seen it in other arcades, too. Interesting. Yeah. I, they don't call it beer pong, obviously, but it's yeah, very yeah, clear. It's, it's very clearly... Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Yeah. But anyway, so we're on a pizza kick, and it's we're trying to figure out what's what's next. But that New York-style pizza was damn good. Yeah. I, I need to figure out dinner. I'm hungry. Yeah. Well, this morning, we had uh, Grayson make us breakfast. Yeah. For how, Valentine's how Day. that work? Quite well, actually. Yeah. For Valentine's Day, we got him a cookbook. He's He's been... He's been helping Jeanette bake in the in the kitchen, and he's been working on things like helping out and stuff. And so he's gotten interested in 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 more culinary skills and stuff. And so he's been making eggs and omelets and stuff for us for breakfast on occasional mornings. And so we picked up a cookbook for him and some kitchen tools. So he's got his own uh, Japanese omelet pan and a bunch of spatulas and serving ware and stuff for his egg based dishes. But the cookbook we got him was it's a it's a cookbook intended for kids yeah and so it's got a hundred recipes in there and so we had him flip through and kind of bookmark the pages that he was interested in it's kind of weird like why i guess what makes it oriented towards kids is just easier to do or something i think the yeah the the recipes aren't all that complicated and it's you don't need to get like saffron or, or exotic ingredients it's stuff you can you know you might have already in your pantry and maybe kids like because or it's, I gotta imagine kids don't like a lot of that kind of stuff either, right? Right, right. So it might be suited for stuff that they would like to eat. So the thing that Grayson picked out of the cookbook to make uh, today was blueberry muffins. So he made those this morning. So he made us muffins and eggs this morning. And it wasn't quite breakfast in bed because we had to help him find all the ingredients he needed because he needed the uh, the muffin recipe called for baking powder, baking soda. And Jeanette has a whole pantry full of her, her baking uh, supplies. So yeah. she she helped him get all the ingredients out, but he measured everything out, threw it in the bowl, mixed it all up, yeah. and we had some pretty badass muffins. For, I mean, for a ten year old, yeah, better than I could make. Well, like you. I'm I'm the type of person like when I see a cookbook, I follow it exactly to the letter. Like oh. when it says like half a cup of sugar, like I'm scraping the the. Cup That's why I don't bake. Right. Whereas. Jeanette is more of like an artist. She's like, ah, uh, it's she knows the proportions and yeah. she can tell if it's right based on how it mixes in the bowl. Yeah. Like the consistency and stuff. Yeah. And so she's the a splash of this, a dash of that, a scoop of this, or you know, yeah. a pinch of that. 
Whereas I'm like, okay, it calls for one eighth of an ounce and I'm scaling it. Yeah, and that's it. why I prefer the cooking because yes. then you can just do how you need to do it. But Grayson, I mean, he, he put it all together and, yeah. and it was a, it was a nice way to do it. And so we're hoping at some point we'll have him tricked into making us breakfast on a regular basis. That's the plan. It's one way to do it. Yeah. This is, this is one of the perks of parenthood where you've, you've trained Slave labor sort of. Yes. Yeah. Cause he's not that great. Trickery. Yes, he's not that great at chores. Like, we have a list of items for him to do, like emptying out the trash cans. What kid is? Picking up after the dog. Well, true. But he's quite the procrastinator. So even though he knows he needs to do it, it's always, I'll do it later, I'll do it tomorrow kind of thing. But with the cooking stuff, because he actually is interested in it, he wants to do it. Right. So this will be one of those things where it'll be a lot easier to get him to do that kind of stuff. So I think today, they uh, Jeanette came back from the grocery store with uh, some cooking or some cookies <laughs> for some it. stuff to make cookies with. So she yeah. got some chocolate chips and some banana chunks and some other stuff. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to come home to a, a house that smells like fresh baked banana chocolate chip cookies. That'd be nice. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm going to digress by the okay. way. Okay. <laughs> so digress ahead. Well, we were talking about the motorcycle thing earlier and I just was looking at this. So um, I have a whoop band. Oh yeah. Right. So it's tracking your heart rate. It's tracking my heart rate. So it's really interesting actually to look at, heart rate versus like i know at what time i was on certain parts of the road and you can see like when i'm stuck behind somebody you can see when i'm paying it more, like way more attention through a like a much more difficult section does the whoop band do like a stress tracking or anything like i know some like it does my, strain yeah my garmin does stress but it doesn't it doesn't do it like the heart rate so you don't see it over time. You just see your score for like the day. Oh, uh, this does. They, they give you what's called a strain score. And it. Um, so could you like overlay the strain with a heart rate and see like similar patterns, like where your strain and your heart rate spike? Like that? I guess like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And then it technology. tracks like your calorie burn and obviously. In How many calories do you burn riding a bike? Depends on what you're doing. My heart rate was like your. My, so during that. Right. Let me see. Uh, my heart rate was, I hit 150 quite a few times and was up there above like in the like 130, 140 range. Does that track your temperature? No, no, no. My, my buddies have a, a similar device, but it's a different form factor. It's a ring called aura. Well, it says I spent 76 minutes at 70 to 80% of max HR. Oh, wow. Which is. That's a pretty good. It's probably not insanely accurate, right? Cause it's just, it's a green light. One of those yeah, things, yeah, yeah. but and it's on a wrist, which can affect things. But at the same time, it gives you kind of an idea. And I, I just find it really interesting to see, like... Have you compared different rides to see... I've only I've only really kind of paid attention to a few. I'm starting to pay attention to more. Can you um, flag that, like, with some sort of tag? So later on, you can search for motorcycle rides? No, I have rides? to come back to that. Okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. But it, it says in... I rode for two and a half... No, two hours and 40 minutes and burned nearly a thousand calories. Damn. Which... That's pretty impressive for if, sitting on your ass. I don't know if that's right. But that's a, dude, so the <laughs> thing about that, though, is that when you're riding a bike, especially if you're, you know, on a twistier road or a canyon or There's you're not work. just sitting on your ass, yeah. like especially with a like a motocross bike. And what's interesting about this is it doesn't matter what you flag the activity as. It, it doesn't care. It's just a flag for, right, for right. the type of activity for it you to track. You to find, yeah. Right. So it's not like it's saying that this versus this is a different burn, but. Like even the, you know, like the Husky, when I take that off road, I mean, 
hour or two and you're beat. Yeah, I uh, I was the, especially the big dude. The big bike off road is freaking gnarly. About two years ago, I was at a press event and we were up in the Tahoe area, and I got to go snowmobiling for the first time. Right, that is a workout. Like just because of the fact that you've really got to lean into the into the turns to get the snowmobile yeah. to go where you want and stuff. And after about like two hours of doing that, like your shoulders, your arms. That was so. I it makes sense to right. see like the whoop data for your, this motorcycle ride kind of being the same thing. Yeah, I mean, there's I'm when I have clear road and I'm in a section that I really enjoy, and you you get in that spot where you're just stringing everything together really well. Yeah. I am moving like full ass cheek off the bike side to side. You drag a knee? No, I wear I'm wearing jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever done like a track day? Yeah, I used to do them all the time. And do you drag a knee there? I mean, I have. I probably don't know that I could anymore. I could take practice. But yeah, yeah. It's just a, <clears throat> yeah. I've actually really thought about buying a cheap track bike, just um, to, just to throw have around. Like, yeah, to go because I mean, it is really fun. It's super therapeutic. It's, uh, it's really really exciting to do. And yeah, one of the things that we're looking at doing because we're still planning our trip. I mean, we've got the trip booked, but to uh, our our Arizona sightseeing trip. Yeah, so we're yeah. doing Grand Canyon, Sedona, Scottsdale. So in Sedona. They have, we have the opportunity to either do side-by-side rental or ATV rentals. And so Jeanette's leaning towards the ATV thing because she grew up on ATVs yeah, as a kid. Fun. So I'm looking forward to doing that. That'd be cool. And I don't know how much of a workout it'll be, but it'll, I think from a fun be adventure enough. standpoint, I mean, it should be pretty good. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, I'll see who's faster. Me with Grayson on my back versus Jeanette on her own or how that all goes. Maybe neither. Maybe neither, yeah. We yeah. might just be... Puttering along, well, it might slightly just be a thing where they just, yeah, they was well, is it probably a tour thing, right? No, this place looks like they just throw you the the ATVs and they give you a map and then you're on your own. Oh, that's nice. Which, yeah, I kind of like better yeah. than just being in this this caravan of of slow moving vehicles. With, right. I mean, the the sightseeing part is nice because they can point out what you're looking at, like, yeah. oh, look at that rock. But that part is cool. But the whole idea of being stuck in a group isn't as much fun. Like the snowmobiling trip we took. Was kind of like that. We were supposed to be in a group, but all of my coworkers and I, we were kind of automatically more advanced because we're motorsports enthusiasts, I guess. So the the tour guide kind of let us do, do our own little yeah. thing as long as we stayed within view. So we would get get up ahead and stop and wait for the rest of the group to catch up. But that was good times. I would totally go snowmobiling. Yeah, I've right never there. been on. I want to. I want to go snowmobiling. I think it'd be really fun. I've never done that before. Yeah, I totally want to do it again. Like one of my uh, coworkers. I want to go with Larry the Enticer. I don't know who that guy is. What? Yeah. Just going to send it? Still going to send it. Don't oh. be silly. The, the guy from Canada with the, the uh, Canadian tuxedo, all denim. He's got a mullet and he wears those dumb pit viper glasses. Oh. I'll, uh, shit. What? I don't know. Oh, my God. How do you not know this? I'm not on the tubes. You I'm need not... to learn the internet. One of, my, uh, one of my coworkers, his nephew is a professional, I guess, yeah, professional uh, snowmobiler. Like He races and, and does all the stuff. Yeah. Um, and so he's sponsored and shit. So he met up with us. Uh, while we were out there and just seeing what a pro level setup looks like compared to the shit that we were renting right. was, was pretty impressive. Like I didn't realize how much stuff you could do. I mean, his, I think he's supercharged, turbocharged. He's got forced induction. He's got yeah. all sorts of toys on there and huh. it's kind of gnarly. Yeah. I mean, I guess go along with anything. I, the, the other thing I want to ride is a snow bike. So they take a dirt bike and you put a ski on the front of it. And then you convert the back. They they sell kits to do this. You convert the back into a track. So it's a dirt bike, oh, a no tracked way. dirt bike. Those yeah. look like a freaking riot. It does. But also very hard to ride. 
Yeah, because the one thing with the, with the snowmobile, at least you have the, the two skis up front. It just seems like you would be more able to sit up on top of the snow, whereas with a bike, because it's a narrower contact patch. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it looks awesome. And speaking of snow, we've got a lot of that, not around Southern California, but up in Oregon and in Texas. Texas, like, Texas is frozen. And everybody's yeah. apparently dying. Well, apparently power's back on. Yeah. But it, like 14 million people have to boil water in Texas. And then... So crazy. I've got in-laws up in Oregon. And one of them, uh, they're still without power. They have a generator at their house so they can power that up. But without power, you can't pump gas. So oh, they're yeah. having to travel super far to get a gas station that has power. Right. Because they're, they're, they're not out in the middle of nowhere, but... They're in a smaller town, and it's definitely more rural. So what for them, what town is it? I don't remember. Do you know what it's by? I want to say it's like Oregon City or something like that. But okay. It, um, so, anyways, so for them to get fuel for the generator, it's it's more of an ordeal. So they have access to power. It's just a pain in the ass to keep that yeah. generator running. And then my my uh, father in law, he decided during this whole pandemic, he was living with my uh, my sister and brother in law, and he decided that. You know what? He was being a little bit of a uh, too much of a yeah. Well, he yes, but he 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 thought that he was being too much of a a uh, a, a load on on his on his daughter. Uh, a so burden, he just, they call a that. burden, yes. Yeah. And so he decided that he was going to move into a uh, an assisted living facility during a pandemic, which that makes sense. Yes, but I don't think that's the ideal time because you know that facility it doesn't make sense. Right, that's what I mean. The, the facility isn't running at their their a game right so instead of having like his normal catered lunch down in a in a uh, cafeteria he's getting a box lunch delivered to his room and stuff so it was quite the adventure when his facility lost power and so you know it's an old folks home more or less and there's no Are you heat. supposed to say that old folks home I think is what it is right I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Assisted no living, idea. I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I mean, they are folks that are they, of older. age. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they uh, they are swapping those STDs like they can. And uh, <laughs> so the facility only had power for the kitchen, so they could keep serving food and stuff. So they had generator and stuff like that. And, and I guess the lobby had power, so you could come down and charge your phone in the lobby or whatever. What do they do about like the? Uh, heat and things. They would, if you were cold, they would bring you out into the shuttle buses that were running in the parking lot with Seriously? the heater cranked. Yeah. Oh man. Like it was, it was kind of a messed up situation. But again, yeah. he chose to move during a pandemic into the situation. So, oh, but he did. Excuse me, man. I really do need to know. He didn't choose to move to the weather part of it or no, like the blackout no. part. So that's yeah, that that's was kind of unexpected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. We got to hear all about the joys of living in an old folks' home without power for a couple of days. I don't think joy is the word I would use. Oh, and it wasn't the word he used at all either. If Look, if ever comes a time, and I'm sure it'll come, when I need to either be in a home or whatever. Uh-huh. You want me to pull the plug? I'm, I'm giving you permission. <laughs> Just put a pillow over my face. My wife and I, when we... We did the most adult thing we've ever done a couple of years back, and we've put together a living trust. Yeah. Because we have a kid, we have right. property, we have things like that. And we were spurred to do it based on the experience that one of our neighbors had. They were both retired. The wife had Alzheimer's, like really bad dementia. Right. To the point, the husband had to put a deadbolt, a key deadbolt on all the doors downstairs so she couldn't escape the house. Oh, geez. 
So she basically was locked in place. So that way he could actually go to the grocery store and come right back. Right, right, right. So she had severe dementia. Um, they somehow got injured in the house. Like we don't know if they were going up the stairs or going down the stairs, but somehow they were going, they were on the stairs. They fell down the stairs. They landed up on the bottom of the stairs and he had fallen on top of her and he had had a stroke. Oh, geez. So one of their friends came by and saw them and they were still alive. They got whisked away right. um, to the hospital. But basically this all comes down to the poor guy had to give up his life in order to support his wife. Right. She was healthy other than the fact that she had no idea what was going on. Right. So when we put together our, our living trust, the attorney was like, because we said, you know, we don't want to be in that situation. The attorney's like, that's fine. When If you come to that situation, don't feed and don't medicate your partner. If they can't take care of themselves, yeah. they will take care of themselves. Because otherwise... It's pretty dark. It's pretty dark, yeah. but it's otherwise you're going to keep them alive forever by feeding them and medicating them, and they're right. not going to deteriorate even though your quality of life has gone to shit. And it's super sad. And and for you know those people that, that have a loved one that's suffering from dementia, I know it's extremely hard. And so that's why like in our case, we were like, all right, I guess that's the case. We're just not going to medicate each other because if we can't remember to take our medicine yeah. or we can't remember to feed ourselves, that's it. Yeah, I'm sure it won't be that simple when that happens because no. you, you have a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm hoping, you know, at that point, Grayson will be old. Well, sure, but he'll, he maybe he will feed. Him alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, might... if he knows what's in his trust, he probably won't. I, know. Well, hey, you know, I don't have one of those, so uh, it doesn't matter to me. Well, I mean, you got your Legos to look at. No, after. I mean, like, nobody's leaving me anything. Well, do you ever yeah. watch? Do you ever watch Beavis and Butthead? This actually came up recently. I was talking to somebody about this, but one of my favorite episodes, they go over to one of the neighbors. I can't remember how they, they this all happens, but they go over there like, like, hey, are you going to die soon? Can we have your stuff? Like, they're trying to get in his will because I think somebody, they found out somebody got money, like, left oh, to them a in will? a will or something. Yeah. So they're yeah. trying to get into their neighbor's will. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, in our case, I don't think that's happening for us. It's kind of the same thing. But because of where Jeanette and I are in our lives, we do have some money set aside. We do have a house. So in those cases, yeah, yeah. No, I you know, if we don't blow it all when we retire, <laughs> Grayson may actually inherit something. Yeah. Well, then blow it all. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, do you hear that? Yeah. What That's, the hell is that? There's a dog. But weird. I don't know. Where is it coming from? I don't know. Because you were talking about like when we were recording last time, you were like, oh, you can hear the water running. I listened to it. I couldn't hear the shower running. So it's weird that we can hear stuff in our headphones. Yeah. Because I'm hearing it in the monitor. I'm not hearing it. I just took my headphone it. off and I can't hear it. Yeah. I wonder if it's just because the that other mic's off. Is wow, these yeah. are some sensitive mics. I have no idea what's going on. That's super weird. And also <laughs> what, where is that kind of super and now it's gone. That's the weirdest thing. That's super weird. Now everybody's gonna think that we're insane, more so than normal. Which uh, is fine. The joy of being an ungrown up. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Is there joy in this? Yeah. Sometimes. Life can be good. Yeah, it can be. It can be. It's not always, but it can be. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. I'm gonna go home, hopefully find some Banana, chocolate chip cookies being baked, and I might have to try one. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go on a run. Yeah, yeah. I started. Well, I had taken. I hadn't run in like a couple weeks, and for whatever various reasons, I mean, I was out of town. And, yeah, yeah. And, you know, doing other stuff, and so, anyways, um, hadn't done anything and jumped right back and in, into it. And I'm only, I only run like a 
two, three miles at a time. So it's not like I'm doing anything crazy, but I've run almost every day this week. That's pretty impressive. Are you doing the same loop every time? No, I was. Yeah, I didn't know if you were changing it up. No, I was. And now I'm just like, oh, I'll go this way. And I've got three or four different ones. Yeah. It's just easy for me to just mindlessly go, oh, yeah, I go to this light and come back. Okay. Oh, is that what you're doing? You're literally just going up and back kind of thing? Or are you doing a circle? Well, I have a route that's up and back. I have one that's like a loop over there, a loop over here, a loop over there. I'm pointing to things. Is there a scenic one? Or is there one that's more fun than others? Or? None of them are scenic. They're all none of them are fun. It's running. Not, yeah. Nothing fun about it. Yeah, like by my house, there's sometimes when I leave the neighborhood, I'll go down towards a uh, industrial business park. Yeah, and it's pretty boring, but there's no traffic, so it's pretty easy just to kind of cruise. Yeah. without worrying about somebody pulling in or out of a driveway. Um, I mean, most of the stuff around here is neighborhoods, and none of the like industrial stuff around here is very busy. Yeah. I also don't. Can you run along the tracks? No. Not like on the tracks, but no. I mean like parallel to no, them. No, no, no. I don't think so. And it's all gravel anyways. Yeah. But the, uh, I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to get in my car to drive somewhere to run, to get back in my car to drive home. No, that, like, sounds... that just sounds terrible. So I just do what I do and I'll go run like two or three miles and call it a day. Nice. Yeah. And then I think, uh, yeah, busy week coming up. Yeah. You got lots of projects going. Yeah. A lot of stuff. And then, um, yeah. Yeah, I got stuff coming up. It's just like for for me, it's like the the end of the fiscal year, which ends in March, means that like all these projects that I've been working on for the past year, I got to start finishing them up and putting them together and putting together reports and yeah. all that stuff. So it's a lot of this isn't the fun time of year for work. It's just like finishing out projects, getting stuff wrapped up, and tying up a nice bow on this fiscal year to to kick off April first and the new fiscal year kind of thing. Yeah. yeah Yay! It's be exciting. The uh, so we, we kind of, well, we didn't talk about this, but you and I were talking about this before. And I think it's interesting. Like Lego's doing, I guess it's ASMR and like relaxing sounds pod. They have like a. a Lego has a Spotify playlist. But now. they also have, they've been doing a lot of sets like a bonsai tree and like flowers and things like that. Like they're doing all these things to promote mindfulness, which I think is pretty interesting. And isn't that what this whole, their Spotify deal was about just like, relaxing yeah and so it's it's really kind of fascinating what what they're doing but i mean they have lego white noise is the uh is the album and they've got a bunch of tracks like that's what it is white noise not asmr big hearted bricks searching for yeah it all clicks the waterfall it's just fascinating Oh, I gotta get this past the Spotify. Well, yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, you're putting this on. Yeah, yeah, or you're yeah. just holding it up to the mic. Yeah, yeah. Because, so, you know, this is how we run, but it's just shit the, uh, sound quality. I could have just looked it up on the computer. But you would have faced the same ad. No, well, maybe, but also I have control of sound. Oh, well, whatever. Are you really watching that scoop thing? Oh, my God. Scoop, there it is. Knock it off. Oh, God. All these fucking ads. Hang on. Hang on. So it's, it's called Lego White Noise. Yeah, let's do this the right way. Yeah, do it the right way. The, uh, the the semi-professional way? Yeah. <laughs> semi is definitely the, the right way to do that. <laughs> um, well, I didn't realize I was going to get bombarded with three back-to-back ads. The waterfall. That sounds nice. Let's see. Uh, if I hit play and I preview this channel. Behind the scenes, he's got the laptop connected to the mixer. It helps if you preview the right channel. Uh, and for... <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it actually, it's not playing the Lego Spotify thing. Oh, I see what's happening here. Hang on a minute. 
So it's Lego White Noise. Okay, no, I got it now. Hang yeah. on, let me just preview this really quick. You uh, entertain the folks. All right. Lego, Lego, Lego. Lego, Lego. Here we go. Can you hear it? This is called The Waterfall. And this is them, I think, pouring Legos. He's pouring bricks. Yeah, like onto like a pile of bricks on the ground. That is oddly soothing. It doesn't... It sounds wet. Like... <laughs> Well, it's called, the, it's called the waterfall. Well, I know, I know, but it's... This is the big-hearted bricks. I like big bricks, no? That sounds like Duplo, like you're just mixing... It totally sounds like Duplo. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. This is 30 minutes long. That sounds like playing with Duplo bricks on a wooden table. That's fascinating. Dude, that's super interesting. I wonder, actually, if that would help me sleep. Falling asleep to Legos? You yeah, think you'd have I some like weird... now that that is on my Spotify account. You're going to have some weird Lego dreams? Guess I'll like Lego that. movie kind of thing? Lego movie? Right, because you're listening to Lego sounds. Are you going to dream oh, that you're in a Lego maybe. adventure I, or something? I dreamed that I was racing zebras last night. No. on. Uh... Do you remember your dreams on a regular basis? I don't. I do. Um, I remember, like, I wake up and I can tell you what happened, and then they fade pretty quick. But yeah, every I, once in a while, I'll have something. I'll, I'll wake up, you know, and be like, "Oh, what the hell was that?" And I'll, like, I yeah. can talk about it, but that happens to me less than once a month. I would think. I mean, I, I get great night sleep. I yeah. just don't really remember. I have not. I mean, I I don't know. I used to have really lucid dreams, but I I unfortunately, no matter what time I go to bed lately, I wake up at three thirty. Oh. Um, 3.34, and then it's really hard for me to get back to sleep. I've only been sleeping like maybe four hours a night. I think I got five last Oof. night. Ever since we had Grayson, it's, we're in bed by like nine. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I could sleeps. go to bed at nine, yeah. and I'm up at three. I can go to bed at one, and I'm up at three. So oh, jeez. Yeah, it's pretty rough. That does suck. What do you do when you're up at three? Do you just... just Try to go back to sleep and talk. Okay, so you're actually trying to. It's you know. Like, oh yeah, you don't no, get and up. And, and I guess like I do. I kind of fall asleep in little spurts. Yeah. But I'm not like out out. You know, it's been a while since I've been out. But yeah, Friday night I had a. <laughs> it must have been Friday night. I had a dream about racing zebras. Huh. So I went to at one point had gone to this. Um, the wild like, animal rescue park, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had a zed zebras, which is super cool because we got to, we got to feed them. And they had a sign on the thing that said no racing zebras, which obviously the sign was there for a reason. Because somebody had. Yeah, yeah, so I had a weird dream about racing zebras. <laughs> now, is this kind of like horse racing or like a dog racing kind of thing? Or are you no, on this foot was, sprinting right. against yeah. the... M- me racing said zebra. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you win? I don't remember. That <laughs> I just remember that that's what we're doing. You wake up all Dude, I've satisfied. had dreams where, like, legit, I've just spent my entire night at work. In your dream? Yeah. That's not good. No, I've also had dreams, though, where, like, all kinds of weird stuff has happened. So. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I, I don't, I can't recall my last dream. But they're always usually just kind of strange, where you just wake up laughing at yourself, like, for how absurd, you know, this whole thought process was that you, you had in your okay. mind. I always think like, oh, I should keep a, a, a journal? dream journal thing, right? And like write them down. And then I never do. I've got too much shit to do in the morning. Like when I get up, it's like, I, I got to get up. Go yeah, well, up. I mean, I guess if you got up and spent three minutes. Yeah. Lately, dude, I just don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. And normally I'm, you know, like I'd say f- I'm not a morning person, but I was starting to get used to getting up at like 530 or so. Yeah. It's six. 
Yeah, like during the week, I get up at about 4.45. Yeah. And then on the weekends, I try to sleep in, which means 7.30-ish. Yeah. And it's not that I can't sleep in later. I just end up waking up around that time anyways. So it's like, all right. Yeah, I just, like the other day, I couldn't sleep. So I ended up, I think like five, I got out of bed and I don't know what I did. (laughs) The joys of aging. Getting older with Ryan yeah, Matthew. Right. No, I, I got. I, I think I, I ended up just getting up, went on a run, didn't like, yeah, work out at the house. That's basically whatever. what it is. I get up at four four forty five, get dressed, and then go work out, and then get back from the workout, and then it's eat breakfast, jump in the shower, and then get ready for the day. Right. So that's that's usually kind of like the, the the Monday through Friday routine, and then on the weekends, it's it all depends if we go to cars and coffee. Like yesterday, we did. No, yeah, you pretty much go every week. Yeah, it's either that or it's some sort of you know extracurricular activity and stuff, but. Now that Cars and Coffee's back on, uh, we have gone every week since yeah. it's been back. So it's been kind of nice. Well, I guess I should say, you've, yeah, every week that it's been available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's one of those things where when you have a car-crazy kid and you have a wife that enjoys the extra hour to right. sleep in a quiet house. Did you see uh, RJ this week? I guess he's been going down to South OC Cars and Coffee a lot. Has he? Yeah. I haven't run into him. Oh, he's posted a bunch of pictures. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't think I'll look at his pictures. Yeah, he must be. I mean, I'm assuming you guys are there at the same time. Yeah, we probably are. But I mean, the thing is, it's, it's a. This, I was actually surprised with how many people were there. Yeah. And how big it is. Yeah, it's and annoying. What, it five, six hundred cars in yeah. the parking lot, and then yeah. a bunch of people walking around and stuff. And, yeah. and it's funny because the stuff that I'm more excited about is the stuff that other people aren't. Right. You know, everybody's like crowded around like the twin turbo Lamborghini Huracan. You're like, yeah. okay, great, whatever. I'm looking at this old Rambler gasser that's all jacked up and all rusty with patina. I'm like, yeah. I would take that over the Lambo. I used to take my old BMW to the <clears throat> the regular cars and coffee, whatever. The one in Crystal Cove? Well, or the, the one that was in Ur- for a long time. Yeah, and yeah Crystal Cove. I used to go to go to that one with the old BMW, and it's just funny. Like most people would just walk by it and yeah. But then the few people that that knew were like, "Oh shit, this is so cool." Yeah. That's that's kind of what I enjoy about the cars and coffees because you have all the the expected like, "Oh great." And and for me, I think the most annoying part is when somebody buys or brings a car that's not all that special, I guess. Like, "Oh look, it's a brand new Ford Mustang or a brand new Chevy Corvette." Yeah. Like, yeah, cool cars and all, but you can go to the dealership, buy one, and, and it's not rare. It's not unexpected. But the stuff that that you don't expect to see that you run into is, is kind of fun. Like there was a, um, I, when I saw it, I first thought it was a Morgan and Morgan makes a three wheeled motorcycle powered car. It's got two wheels up front, one wheel in the back. And so when I saw it from a distance, I thought that's what it was, but it's a JZR and it's a kit that uses like Ford parts and it was powered by a, a Moto Guzzi bike motor. And so it's totally cool looking. It's vintage, yeah. but it's not all that old. And so that was kind of cool. And I, you know, I didn't expect to see it. And it, you know, anything with a screaming chicken on the hood, I'm gonna take a look at. I used to call those the thunder chickens. Yes. And if you don't know, think of uh, uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Yep. That black Pontiac uh, Firebird Trans Am with the big eagle graphic on the hood. That eagle graphic is known as a flaming chicken, screaming chicken. Dude, um, speaking of cars that nobody else cares about, if I could afford it, I'd be half tempted to buy a GT350R. Yeah. So cool. But the problem with it, I think the, the, the GT350R is, again, a few people would know what it is, but then most other people would just 
as soon as they saw yours, would think of all the other idiots in a V6 Mustang. Oh, yeah, but I don't care about that because I would just just want to go on track days all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a coworker that has one. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's uh, put a decent amount Wait, of miles on it. Well, you can tell me later. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Since I probably know them. Maybe. I don't know if you do know. Oh. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, who knows? It's a small world. It is. It's a small world after all. Oh. Hey, speaking of it being a small world after all, uh, I got my refund for my Disneyland annual pass. Finally. Did they lump sum it or did they give it oh, back yeah, to no, a I monthly payment? No, no, no. I, I didn't do monthly payments. Oh, okay. Um, I had just paid for it. So they gave me they gave me the money back. I got actually... In cash or in Disney bucks? Went back to my, <laughs> to my card. You've got a Disney yeah. gift card um, good at the Disney store. No, I went store. back to my card. And the the I was actually got back a lot more than I thought, but I had only had it for like a month or two when the, the yeah. pandemic started. Um, and I was reading an article that their plan is to get rid of the monthly payments. Which I think is a great idea. I think it's a great idea. It's going to piss off a lot of people, but too bad. Like that, The article also mentioned that 50% of Disneyland at any given day was pass holders. And something ridiculous, like 50% of those were uh, payment plan, yeah. plan holders. I know when we had our annual pass, we had it, I think, just for a year. We did that uh, monthly payment thing because it was only like 20 bucks a month. Or right. Whatever. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like A lot of people can afford $20 a month. But a thousand dollars at a pop is isn't is, isn't, as, isn't yeah. as easy. And it does sound pretty shitty that if they get rid of the monthly pan the, the monthly payment plan, it does kind of price the passes out for a lot of Southern California residents. But from their standpoint, they want to make the park more appealing to those people that have planned a vacation from the Midwest, come all the way to Southern California, and book a weekend in the park for what they think is going to be an off season experience. But because of all those annual pass holders paying a monthly premium, they're all in there and the park is still packed on a Tuesday in February kind right. of thing. So it makes sense from a business standpoint. And I, I agree it's going to have a big difference on the crowds in the park. But I think, I mean, even from my point of view, if I ever did decide, like, oh, I want to go back, like, I think it's a, it's good, right? I, yeah. I, from my point of view. Yeah. I, I Anything that would reduce the crowds in the park, I think, is a good thing. Right. I don't know how much of a difference in the crowd we'll see. Because I think a lot of this is once the park opens back up, they're just going to have that that demand. Yeah. The pent of demand for people that haven't been able to go in a year and a half or whatever it's been. And then I read a thing today that um, Six Flags is already planning to open in the spring, even though there's no permissions available for that yet. Yeah. I think a lot of states are, or even theme parks are already starting to plan their, right. their reopening, even though the state hasn't really given the go-ahead. But the state did just on Friday announce that they have put together a plan for sports for youth athletics to reoccur. Um, Once your County or zone that you live in moves from the purple tier, which I guess is the, the highest tier. If it moves down a single level to the red tier, then the County can open up sports and they're opening it up to any sports that are conducted outdoors. So like football, baseball, sure. like track, yeah. tennis. So basically it screws over basketball, volleyball, hockey, wrestling. But hockey's playing already. If they can do it outside, it's basically the sport has to be able to be done my, my outside. Friend, my friend's kid's playing indoor ice hockey. But if it's rec league, that's a different, that's weird. It's yeah. youth hockey. I don't know if it's how that works. I don't know. It's it, Yeah, because I, I know this is like from the the, the high school or the, the school level for the sports. Oh, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure if you're in a independent rec league, like we signed Grayson up for AYSO, but when they sent out the announcement, they basically said no games, no scrimmages. It's basically going to be a, a drills and conditioning 
um, season. So you're on a team, but all you're doing is running drills and practicing and stuff and just getting some time outdoors, which we were completely fine with. So there's no games. Well, when we signed up, that was the, that was the deal because this was a month ago. Now oh. that the, the, that governor Newsom has, has put together this announcement for a return to sports. Once the individual counties return to the red zone yeah, level, yeah. whatever the red zone, then they can note up. So maybe AYSL will, you know, take that in consideration and maybe they will have games or scrimmages and stuff. But yeah. I think that the challenge with any of this stuff is it's, it's spectators. Right, you have to make sure that because everybody wants to cheer their kid on. And by spectators, you mean all the parents, angry parents. Yeah, yeah, the ones yelling at the referees and the umpires yeah. and the coaches for not doing their job, or yeah, even sense. though they're volunteers. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I I, I kind of look forward to mm-hmm. the return of some sports and kind of a new normalcy with Saturday weekend or Saturday and Sunday sporting events. Yeah. But the uh, what we signed up for with AYSO is literally just a sun or Saturday event so it's once a week saturdays only and it's drills and conditioning so we'll see if they have to wear cha- a mask or something while they do it no because i think the kids will be socially distanced enough that it's not that big of a deal because uh. again they're not scrimmaging against each other they're just doing passing drills and right. and, and scoring drills or whatever it may be so but that doesn't start until i think march mm. so between now and march i'm sure the things will change right yeah and it, it it might change so that there's more things that the kids can do with AYSO than just this drills and conditioning experience, but I'm all for it. I look forward to uh, hanging out on the field, taking a hydro flask of beer, possibly. Yeah, just hanging out. Huh. I mean, it's it's. I think that's that's been the biggest detriment to this whole pandemic thing is just the kids being able to go outside and play, right? And so getting yeah, some. I've seen plenty of neighbors. The kids are just playing constantly anyways so yeah i mean the kids outside in the neighborhood will play to a certain extent but i, I think i'm talking more organized sports oh, where yeah, they're actually yeah. doing something learning something and and pushing themselves because right. usually when you're playing you're not exerting yourself all that hard when you're riding a bike or riding a scooter around yeah whereas when you're playing a soccer game for 60 minutes you know you don't know bro that, you know how hard i scooter speaking of scooters Jeanette and i are looking at, at picking up some adult scooters uh like a Segway. No, 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 like a kick scooter, but like Schwinn makes one that's literally big. It's got like a bicycle front wheel on it. And then it's got a regular deck and it's got like a tiny rear wheel. And it's like, hmm. And it's got like beach cruiser handlebars. It's it's like a cruiser scooter that I'm intrigued about. It's not like a Razor scooter. It's not an electric scooter. The thing in my head. Yeah. The picture in my brain hole. Yeah. Screams don't do that. Because it's just way too cool? No, it sounds ridiculous. Why don't you just get a beach cruiser? Go on bike rides. We have beach oh. cruisers. We have. We, we do that. I actually... No, I don't want a seat shoved up my ass. Okay. I want like a nice leather saddle that I can sit on comfortably. I don't need a hard aerodynamic seat. I actually need to get the... I might. As, I should go ride this thing. I have a single speed. I should go ride it. Your fixie? It's You're not a fixie. Hipster? It's a single speed. That <laughs> looks as dumb as I thought it would. Oh, wait, wait. Let me change the color. You're, you think it's dumb because it's white. Wait no, till you I see think it's it in dumb blue. because it's dumb. It has nothing to do with the code. That didn't make it any better. Dude, do you imagine jumping curbs with this bad boy? Okay, no. <laughs> How many dollar monies do you have to pay for that? In blue, it's two twenty. In in white or gray, it's like one sixty nine. That's too many dollar bucks. How much would you be willing to spend for a scooter? Forty seven. Really? That'd be that. That gets you like a folding razor scooter. And even that is questionable. This one is a adult big wheel kick scooter 
with a, a 220 pound weight limit, wide reinforced deck, and that one's basically a larger Razor scooter, but it's 115 bucks. I just no 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 then next thing you know you're at the skate park trying to do tricks no no you know, <laughs> yeah i'm not going to be grinding the coping at any skate park i don't or know like that. that's a, it's a slippery slope as they say with those scooters that's an entry uh what's that an entry level it's a gateway yeah gateway that's what it's a gateway soon we'll be smoking weed because we're at the skate park with our scooters wow then you really will get your long hair. Yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think any of this is accurate. But no, that looks ridiculous. I think the issue you have is just adults on scooters, period. No matter what it is, form factor, style, just scooting is just out. It's not an adult thing. Is that what? No, no, no. Is that I, what I'm no, gathering? No, I don't think that's it. I just think that that specific, like, okay, a lot of times when you take something that's meant for a kid and just make it bigger, it doesn't work, it's right? It's dumb. Yeah. Although the big, big wheels are kind of cool. Right. And this is kind of Isn't there like same? a big electric big wheel or something like that? I heard about some heard about. Uh, what wow. was it? Uh, I heard about it. Local Motors a couple years back had a electric drift trike that they were selling. Um, and I don't know if it was like a fundraiser or, or local something. motors builds one of the coolest freaking cars ever too. Are they still building that thing? No, they, they, they moved on to a different design and right now I don't think they actually have a vehicle for sale, but local motors is an interesting vehicle company. And the fact that it's kind of like, you go build your own car. Like you go out to the facility and help build and finish it off. Yep. But it, that one, the, they're building a probably an electric car, self-driving. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Shuttles right now, but they also used to build an awesome electric drift trike. And what do they call it? The rally rally yeah. fighter. Yeah. The rally fighter. And the it, rally fighter with its Honda civic taillights and Miata, yeah. Miata door handles. Yes. Yeah. Dang, well, they don't and the funny thing is, is every time I see that, I always see the hottest of taillights. Like, you can't not see that. Well, yeah, you can't not see any of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, they did the Domino's self-driver. They collaborated on that. Oh, the, the pizza oven on wheels? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why you can't get the Rally Fighter anymore. I think they just the way the company was set up, they, they kind of shifted focus, and they don't really have the manufacturing facility to set up to do that, that Rally Fighter anymore. Can you still buy a Rally Fighter? Used. I don't think you can sign up for a new one. Uh, apparently, the Rally Fighter separated from the local motors lineup. The machines are still being made as of 2018. Oh, so what does that mean? Anytime Auto Works. Oh, interesting. So you can still get one through this place called Anytime Auto Works. What? Anytime Auto Works. The legend continues. The Rally Fighter was born through a co-creation product at Local Motors. Ooh. It was the first vehicle local motors produced and over the years continue to refine anytime auto works continues to service repair and modify the rally fighter to ensure the legendary one-of-a-kind off-road vehicle continues to bring smiles to customers around the world i don't know if it was legendary it was unique uh, it was legendary i saw I've, a couple in the wild yeah i've seen a couple i would i actually thought about buying one really yes but then realized what the hell am i gonna do with it there's there's a, a vehicle on my on my radar that I just saw earlier today. And the, the fate of the furious. It's in that. <laughs> oh, well then. Oh. Does that movie ever come out? I think it did. Oh. No, is that nine? I have no idea. I don't know. April I don't know whatever there are. So the one thing that I, that's now my radar is the KTM X bow. Yeah. The X-Bow. GTX. Yeah. With the roof. Yes. Is that, uh... And it's now got, it, it was always powered by a, an Audi five cylinder, but now it's powered by the, the, uh, what is it? The RS motor. So uh-huh. it's basically a 600 horsepower, um, 
super lightweight, like 2,200 pounds, 600 yeah. horsepower race car. It's not necessarily street legal, but I Ooh. wish it was. Ooh. 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 Okay. Ooh what now? The Rally Fighter mm-hmm. is a 2013 model. Okay. It was the one seen in Transformers 4, Age of Extinction. Are you, did you pull up the ID, IMDB credits for a car? No, I didn't. This is an ad for sale. There's one oh. for sale. $100,000 through um, through uh, DuPont Registry. For a hundred grand, I would want those Civic taillights upgraded to at least the Alteza options. No. <laughs> I did, I'm sorry. I, think, I still think it's such a cool looking car. It was a cool looking car, but I don't know if the build quality would justify the $100,000 price. No, and especially if you look at, like, next time you see one or look at pictures, or if anybody looks at pictures, look specifically at, like, the welds on the bumper. Yeah. They're terrible. Yeah, the, the idea is it was kind of, it was a crowdsourced design. Yep. And then they crowdsourced a lot of the, the componentry right. to build the car. So, they obviously, the taillights were from a Civic. The door handles were from Miata. But they basically <laughs> took as many off-the-shelf components together yep. to build this car. So, the body is probably the only truly unique thing to that vehicle Whereas, well, in the chassis. Yeah, in the chassis. Yeah. But everything else, you know, like the brakes, the drivetrain. Two-wheel drive only, I think, too, right? Rear-wheel really? drive, I think, only. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you would, basically, you would put a deposit down, and then when your build slot came up, you, you would, would go fly out to Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, and build the car with them. Yeah. Over a week or two, I guess? Yeah, I mean, it make for an interesting experience. You can say, hey, I, I made this, but then I guess if you fuck something up, you would only blame yourself. <laughs> Oh, I didn't torque the the wheels. No, I'm pretty sure they help you not do that. Maybe. I think that was part of their plan. <laughs> yeah. And on that unhelpful note, I think I'm done talking to you today. All right. Is that rude? Do you want me to help you stretch and get ready for your run? No. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I've been really bad at is not stretching at all and just going. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I always stretch it like the ankles, calves. Yeah, I mean, I try, and I should do better when I get back, but uh, yeah. I just don't. And then stretch on the cool down. Yeah. Huh? You got to stretch before and after. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. I haven't even used my Theragun recently. Ooh. I do just, you run but, with like a, a fanny pack or a bottle or anything, or no. you just... just well, I'm not gone for very long. I know, but you know, get thirsty, snacks. No. What Keys? Snacks? What do I need? Oh. Like those those uh, little gel gel packs? things you yeah. <laughs> No, I barely like lately too. It's been I'm I'm barely hydrated and uh, you know run with energized your, your Del Taco forty four ounce big gulp cup. Dude, this is uh, an iced tea. Del yeah. Taco has the best iced tea on the planet. Really? As, as far as drive through iced tea goes, yeah. I'm not an iced tea fanatic, so I don't know. But sometimes I'll stop there and just get an iced tea. Oh. Yeah, but I had a chicken quesadilla today. Is, is the iced tea better in Barstow? It's only marginally adjacent to my eating plan. <laughs> What's that? Is the iced tea better in Barstow? No. Because the, the Del Taco in Barstow is one of the OGs. It's supposed to be the OG. Yeah, the, the, the guy that helped create Del Taco owns, I think, two locations in the Barstow area. Yeah. And the one closest to the freeway when you're on your way out to Vegas yep. is a must stop and get some of the OG... Del Taco slash Noggles menu items that you can't find in any other Del Taco. Yeah, I haven't stopped. I, I haven't stopped there in a while. You didn't stop on your way out there when you went? Nope. Oh, you missed out. Not really. You could have had a bun taco. No, also had a... A green burrito? A place to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, you can. That's just a carb load, though. Just an ask. You just have to ask. There's a lot of carbs. Yeah. Beans. Mm, tasty, beans. though. Yeah. Super Tasty.
Damn, I'm hungry. <laughs> All right. On that note, yeah. go get your running, and then you go eat something later. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's nice talking to me. All right. See you later. All right. Bye. bye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups podcast, and for this, we apologize. <laughs>